Welcome back to the Cutter to the Moon podcast. I'm your host, Jake. Back from a long hiatus with me today is our usual crew. We have Dom. What's up, y'all? Dom the Genius, not saying. T. Yo, what's up? T. King T. Solo, what's up? And JR. Hey, guys. All right, so we are back today after Tristan had five tornadoes try and assassinate him. <laughs> Yo, what's up? I'm good. I'm good, though. I'm good. Though. Um, <laughs> you know, we've all been just chilling lately. Have There's been a lot of problems with scheduling, so that's why it took so long to get this episode that, out. And the other week, my fucking car broke down. <laughs> yeah. And so we are back with episode five, final part, part three on Man on the Moon 2. So we are just going to jump right into it with... The last one, two, three, four songs, and the first song we're gonna talk about today is the end. So whoever wants to start uh, okay. off, okay. Uh, Jake, really quick though, um, I don't know if you guys can hear this, but there's like an echo with somebody, like, like, like it's kind of like a speakerphone type of thing. I don't know if anybody's just using their speaker or something, but um, it's not that bad. Okay, for sure. Um, yeah, whoever wants to go first, I'm down with talking afterwards. I'll just go first. Um, I think the end is a great ensemble of like old and stylish verses Wait, with an awesome. Mr. Rager was our last song. I'm sorry. It was the last it? episode. Yeah, was it? Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's go over these worries. These worries. Um, so with these worries, there's like there's so much going on with the song, like struggles with depression, personal demons, addiction, fake relationships. This is Cuddy when he's his most cutthroat and in a way by calling out all those who haven't been helpful during his very his journey that he's been struggling mightily with and you can just feel the inner pain and rage and it's kind of infectious like whenever you listen to a song you kind of just get into the same mood that he's in and it's like it's both. You're both just like kind of saying "fuck you" to all those people who weren't there for you. Yeah, like yeah. going off of that, I would say like that makes up a really good um, like point for just Kid Cudi in general. Like, I feel like because he's so like him, like he's such great with his music in terms of like making you feel what he feels, and like you feel the emotion and the pain and the sadness, and and obviously you know moving forward like you know with like kitsy goes like it's you could feel the happiness and which is awesome but just like not only this song and i i agree with this specific example for sure but just overall like especially with all the like the great the greater songs that he's uh put out you could just feel like what he's feeling and it's just one of the main reasons why i love cuddy so much and this song specifically like it has a great feature from um it's mary j blige is on it right yeah. yeah 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 and beautiful. she does a really really beautiful. great job with it and you know i'm actually um that would, i feel like that'd be a cool collab like for future reference like that'd be really cool because i like both of the um the features that she's had on man on the moon too and, she's a really good feature anyway on really any song yeah too. exactly exactly and I, I just think her voice goes really well with cuddy's and obviously cuddy's cuddy like you know he's gonna do his thing and um just like the very start of the song might be my favorite too. Cause like the beat rolls in and then mm-hmm. you just hear like, 
and it's like, oh shit. It's and that, then, yeah, that coke, crazy, that the coke wizard, snort. And then it's like, yeah. That coke snort. Yeah. The... I know, I know, I know. I know. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, it's just, this is a, definitely one of my favorite, like, more underrated songs. And I would say overall, it's definitely um, a good song on the album. And uh, it ties everything together for sure in terms of, like, the overall feel of it. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah, I agree with that. Like uh, for me, for me, I'd say this is probably the most underrated song on the album. I agree. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like in my top three or anything. It's definitely upper tier, probably four to six range. Um, I really like the, the verses he provides right before the choruses. Um, right before Mary Flash goes on, because if you know the words to the song, it's not even something you like sing along or rap to. It's something you like shout out to the heavens. Like, yes, I'm tired of motherfuckers saying. Oh my god! In fact, they probably never gave a fuck about that. me. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> something like you can. You don't even sing. You pretty much just shout like enthusiastically. Because like uh, Jake said, that you. Cuddy, I don't know how he is able to make you connect to his music so well, but like <clears throat> you go into his mood with this song for sure. Um, and I do hope in future albums, it doesn't even have to be Mary J. Blige, even though she did this perfectly, I wouldn't replace her with anybody else. But I really love when Cuddy uh, has female vocalists sing his choruses. They just go so or- well together. Yeah, they just go so well together. Like, um, really want to see like a Casey Hill type vibe on the next album. Shout out my girl Casey. Yeah. (laughs) This for this song for me, like, I don't know about you guys, but like, this is my rage song. Like, because like everything that he says in the song like relates so much to me, and I feel like he really like tells what his mind is going through, like. Out of any song on the album, I feel like this is the song that he really gets out all all his anger. All his anger. Um, yeah, I could definitely see that for sure. What really gets me is like the first part where he says, so much whiskey all in my, all in my liver. I really like the punch it delivers. Makes me warm all the high five centers. Basically, he, he knows he's doing a sin right now. And mm-hmm. he, he loves what, it, what it's giving him. He loves the... He loves the vibe of it. He loves the feeling. And when he's saying he's high-fiving the sinners, I feel like he's saying, like, you know, yeah, I probably will go to hell, but you know what? I'm going to high-five everyone down there with me because, you know, we we try to live the best life that we could. And the my favorite part of this whole song is I'm tired of motherfuckers saying that they worry about me when, in fact, they probably never give a fuck about me. And, like, what JR said, like, you just shout it. I, like, I get this song like just gives out so much rage for me and I just get so mad at that part. And I just fucking, I yell it like on the top of my fucking lungs and I just want to knock someone out. Like, this song makes me wanna, like, just like punch so this, someone. Ba- basically what you're saying is this would be your uh, coming out song. If you're in the WWE or in fucking UFC and shit. Oh, by far, by far. And I definitely feel that. This, this song is probably it's, it's in the top three of my uh, Cuddy songs. Top five ever, but on this album, probably oh top shit, three. okay, damn, yeah, you probably really number like two for me. It, this um, is, I just connect so much to it, and like everything he says. Yeah, I totally it, get like, that. I just feel like 
I would say like this, like just off of based off of what we just talked about, and then also this song specifically. I kind of just it reminds me like what Jake said was like how this is like peak like Cuddy, and I would definitely say it is too. Like just like this whole era of like just Man in the Moon two, and like all the anger and all the angst and all the like emotion and darkness and like everything that like formed with with Cuddy like yeah. making this album like I just wish like we like we still had that Cuddy because like like this music is so fucking good dude like it's like yeah. oh my god it's cause, like we're so like, depressed and it's like he's saying depressed yeah, shit and exactly you know and then also Pat- too he's just going like you know I don't give a fuck you know like mo- like Mojo's so dope it's just yeah. like I feel like it perfectly encapsulates like what um this whole album feels like yeah and like, fuck dude it's yeah, so good this whole but, like album, i'm glad he's happy too so like you exactly know, it's, but, it's just like, hard to explain this whole album is like 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 a like a fuck everyone album and it's like more <laughs> yeah, more of a rage exactly. this is more of a rage album. shout out check west yeah, yeah. everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah this this yeah, we'll talk about the album afterwards but like yeah um, one thing, one thing I do want to add on to this song is uh, I don't want to get too much into like the the religious aspect of it, but I do feel like the overview of this, like if you really like dig into the lyrics, I feel like this song uh, is him having a spiritual struggle. Yes, which he says the Lord. Which we do see a lot, which we do see a lot, like with all of his, uh, with a lot of his songs, but. Um, I mean, if you read the, if you like look at the chorus, like that's pretty self-explanatory. And then um, the work so hard not to go insane. It's a full-time job to not lose my faith. Um, I don't believe that's like a faith in himself or anything in that regard. I I do feel like that's his faith in God. Um, yeah, Because with the Lord help me in, I feel like he's my only friend. Um, added on to that, like he's pretty much begging for help. Um, yeah towards the end of like the spiritual song. guidance and, almost yeah he's he's looking for light. some some form of guidance and it starts off with the, the like what he said the start of the song acknowledging that he is sinning and then it progresses on to that he actually does need help um and then it <laughs> fully wraps around of yeah the rage of the menace at the very end yeah, I lo- yeah. I actually and it just really kind of just love... cuts out there's no there's no real outro or anything mm-hmm. to it. It's just, it's just the cuts. Rage and then just ends. Exactly. And I actually really love how you brought that up because Cuddy like has always done that throughout his music. But just like there's always been examples of like religion, like specifically uh, fighting his demons, um, and also you know trying to be uh, faithful in you know God and heaven and stuff like that. Like you know you could look back all the way to. <coughs> I could name Cuddy, and then in Men of the Moon one, they had examples. This obviously, this album, and then also, obviously, we'll get into it. But fast forward to the newer, the newer albums and the the projects like after Men of the Moon two, and he just always brings it up, and you could just tell that he wants to be like he wants to be happy, and he wants to be like faithful, and he wants to like he wants God on his side, but it's just so hard when you're such in a dark place, you know. So. Yeah. It's really cool that like he that he mentions that and then like how you mentioned that too and there's how many examples he's done and you know and then over time he obviously went to the other side which is you know the light and stuff so yeah that's awesome all right the next song is um the end 
and I'll just start off with this again. So, um, the end is a great ensemble of like old and stylish verses with an awesome selection of artists, um, GLC, Chip, Nicole Ray, and most of all, Cuddy's phenomenal send off with the oh last burst. Um, super underrated since I consider this uh, a pretty good, if not like almost hitting that top tier Cuddy song range. But I think it's close. Yeah. But yeah, I think just so the way this song feels and just like once Cuddy's that last verse hits, it's it makes you want to go back and re-listen to it because, like, that ending is just so amazing. Good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would say going, like, I completely agree too. Like, it's this this song is like so good that you want to put it into the high tier, but then when you go in <laughs> to listen to it, you're like, man, like. But there's so many other great songs that you would put ahead of it. Like for me, for example, like Mojo So Dope is easily one of my favorite songs by Cuddy, just bar none, regardless. And then also on this album, you have Mr. Rager, which is almost like everybody knows that song, even like including non-Cud Fam. And then um, then you have Rebel Fab is easily one of my favorite songs as well. And like how many like songs overall would it be like 16, right? Is it or 17? 17. Okay. So I would definitely put this in the mid to definitely close to uh, upper tier for sure because Chip does his does his shit on this, like as always. Every time he has a cutty feature, dude, he kills it. And I think I've already said this like once or twice, so I'm yeah. feel like I'm repeating myself over and over again. But literally every time it comes around, like I'm like, dude, Chip, come on, man. You know he's gonna go in. And then, you know, GLC with the that first verse and then Nicole Ray on the on the the choruses and the hooks, very very nice touch, and like you guys said with Cuddy's verse at the end, it just like brings everything together and it almost like it almost kind of lets you down the song like because if I feel like if Cuddy was on like another verse or so, uh, and then maybe take something out um, from the song, it probably it'd probably be one of the best songs on this album. To be honest, what do you mean by that? So, like, because you know how Cuddy's last long, verse bro. is so, like, good? If he had another verse in there and then he took something, okay. and then he took something out from the song. So, like, obviously, because if he added, a, like, a fourth verse, it's going to be, like, a fucking, like, a runaway type of, like, long song. You know, like, it's going to be, like, seven, eight minutes, like, Pink Floyd almost. But... <clears throat> But I would just say, like, overall, it's definitely a great song. And I love uh, Chip's verse where he's talking about, like, going to help a friend. And then he he goes there. And then, like, it's actually not a friend at all. And, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but overall, I would definitely say this is a really, really good song. And I definitely never, ever skip it. And then, like, the beat, the instrumentals is amazing. The choruses, the hooks all the verses combined, just everything about this song is a very, very, very good and well thought out song for sure. All right. So, uh, fuck. Um, I'm going to be a negative Nancy here. <laughs> no, man, it's all good. You got your own opinions. Uh, You're wrong, but you know, go ahead. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Just, just based off all the greatness of all the other songs in the album. If you were to put a gun to my head and tell me what's the least, what's the worst song on Man on the Moon 2, I would get with this song. Um, 
So you can I get a big yikes, yikes in the chat? <laughs> Hashtag okay. oof. Okay. What's your least favorite song on the album then? Probably We I either We I or Ash and Kutcher. Kutcher. Whoa. I would. Okay. The only reason anyway. why I would say anyway, we I little, is because it's such a small like sample size of a of like a. It's kind of like an instrumental almost, or like yeah. a, let, no, like let him go, let him go, let him go. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> let him go, let him go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get to explain myself. Okay. Uh, Gets attacked. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I do believe Chip does deliver a good verse. It it's solid, but. It's very good. Fair. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> we're not letting go. If you were to compare it to his other his other features, we're going back to to higher. We're going to I'll just talk. what I am. Um, it's it's not. I don't feel feel like it's on that tier. Like the just what I am feature is probably number one. Oh yeah, I definitely agree. That's easily and everything like that. One of my uh, favorites for sure. I guess the reason why I'm not super into this song is just I don't have the patience to wait three minutes to hear Kid Cudi on a Kid Cudi album on a song. Like. <laughs> It takes so fucking long for my brother to come in, bro. I'm just like, where is he at? <laughs> um, if I do listen to the song, I usually skip, skip GLC's okay. verse. Yeah, I get that. I skip GLC's verse, listen to Chip, listen to the hook, and then listen to listen to Cuddy. Okay, so what uh, JR is saying before before you finish is, you know how yesterday with the stream, how Wiz was on like uh, going into Cuddy's time for Coachella? He's one of yeah. the dudes that's like, yo, get Wiz off the stage! Where's Cuddy at? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, oh, shit. But yeah, go ahead, bud. 100%. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. It's kind of just... His kid Cuddy, like, proves he can do, like, old-style rap. You know, he's kind of just spitting bars. Um, there isn't much, like, substance to him as far as, like, having, like, a lot of meaning i do like how he like he shouts out jamie on how he's like when he's tweaking he'll be calm on a brother uh i really like his voice on the on the verse as well um i do like thinking about this makes me wonder where's jamie at though fuck jamie Uh, (laughs) yeah so that's that's really all all i have to say about it i don't want i don't want to get more negative on it because I know I'm not in the majority here, but uh, actually, uh, I agree. Okay, two to two. There we go. To some extent. <laughs> okay, so now now we're doing a fucking Stephen A versus uh, Skip Bayless over here. Just so says something. Oh, let me hop on the train of negativity here. So anyway, <laughs> this isn't the greatest song on the album. It's not a bad song. Um, I feel like Cuddy should be on the chorus and not that Nicole girl. I have no idea who she is. I really don't care. <laughs> I don't really, uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. GLC <laughs> didn't really have that great of a verse. I don't really find him, you know, all that great. He's a, he's, I know he's, you know, pre- I don't know. Anyway, Chip the Ripper has the best <laughs> verse on the album or whoa. 
<laughs> Slow down a second. Hold on a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who whoa, said that? <laughs> Chip the Ripper, King Chip, Chip the Ripper, had the best verse on the song. I'm not too, like, fond of Cuddy's verse. I like how it's meaningful, but it's just not that great of a verse to me. Like, it it goes all over the place. Like, like his verse really kind of, it, you know, Cuddy usually has verses and it's like a, like a whole story. These are like, it's like multiple stories within one. Like, I guess, if that makes sense. Okay, and? And? What's the problem? Not, it's... <laughs> It's just all over the place. This so you can't song, handle like, multiple stories? Are you really that? No, it's like the song is about like going into the end and shit. Can and you like, not no handle one's... multiple timelines at once? <laughs> Literally. Hold on. Literally, it's this just song is about bro. going into the end so, and trying so to get away from it. Your brain is the size of a peanut. Got it. Got it. No, this the song <laughs> called The End. Okay, the chorus makes sense with the song, but none of the, like, none of their freaking verses goes along with the title name or like the whole story behind the end like of the of the song like okay a and... little bit of v- bits and phrases what do you mean and <laughs> <laughs> i'm just fucking with you dude <laughs> like oh, i don't know i like i like how he says c supplied the weed because i've been that od like hell yeah smoke the weed so you can get off that shit you know what i mean that's about it. That's the only thing I can relate to. <laughs> to the song. Okay, stoner. Anyway. Alright. Okay, so uh, all along, it's uh, raw and vulnerable emotion. I think anyone who has struggled with mental illness has struggled with the feeling of being alone and, and thinking, to sell, thinking to themselves that is it really meant to be? Then this line of what I need hates me hits extremely hard. Like, no, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> Cuddy can't even perform with this without being super emotional to the point where he can't perform this anymore. Then the, li- then the line, suppose I'm not the lion hearted anymore. Like, oh no, I'm crying. That, like, <laughs> that, that line, it just, it hurts really bad. Like, from Man the Moon, he even though he might have not been the greatest place, you saw Cuddy at his finest. And then the next album later, Suppose I'm Not the Lionhearted. It's, it's just like a it's a big hit to both like the fans and to him himself. Um then this is probably some of the most emotional song making I've ever heard, and it doesn't matter how yeah. many times I listen to it, it hits me every time. Like, it, I cannot, I enjoy the song, but I don't enjoy it at the same time, if you guys know what I mean. Yes. Um, I would say there's oh, probably th- three to five Kid Cudi songs that I can point out to say that it, I can completely say without a doubt if that song wasn't there in my point of life, then I wouldn't be here today. All Along is definitely one of those songs. Um, and it's been there for me since through a three-year-long relationship that ended. And then I had this song to go off of on repeat. I had Love to go off of. I had Ghost. Um, those are probably probably the top three as far as just helping me out. Uh, 
and then I do want to mention like everyone that was surprised by speeding bullet to heaven. Um, it came to no surprise to me because I feel like obviously the songs on man and the moon too, but I feel like this song very well easily could be on speeding bullet to heaven as well. I agree. Um, it's just one of those raw emotional songs where, um, a lot can relate to, but those who don't will just never understand. Like, I'm going to tell you, both Jake's, JR and Jake, you guys literally was making me, like, tear up because, like... Yeah, I was hearing you, buddy. That was, like, what you guys were saying was beautiful. Like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I agree. Um, you guys had a really good input on that. This song... I try not to listen to it just because of what it does How to me. How emotional you get yeah. when you hear it. Like, yeah. it doesn't – because I, I relate, like, a lot to this song. This is my favorite song off the album, most most likely. Sometimes it changes between All Along, These Worries, and Ghosts. But this is probably my favorite song off the album. It's the one that I can mostly uh, relate to, like, the most out of the whole album. Um you just, I I don't I can't really I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to no bro, tear you're up good. and everything. You're but uh, it's just you know all along I was just meant to be alone. You know that's all I gotta say. Yeah, like just going off of all three of you guys, dude. Like this is easily like if this isn't in your upper tier for Man of the Moon two and probably Kid Cudi like ever. There's something wrong with you as a person. First of all, let's just get that out of the way. And then also going off of what you guys were saying, and uh, you guys were speaking from the heart, and I could tell, like, because you, you guys' just, like, voices changed when you guys were <laughs> mentioning this song. And with with that, like, just going off of that, it's it's completely understandable because even though this song is slightly repetitive – it reminds me a lot of Reborn because, you know, that's obviously another song that's repetitive as well. But it's just like it hits you like directly into your heartstrings and you're just like you can't help but like just get into that mindset. And this this song, like ever since Man of the Moon 2 dropped, like I've always gone to this song just to like when I was sad or I was happy, like even though it's a, it's definitely an emotional and it's more of a sad song that you go to when you need somebody there for you, kind of like as a hug almost. <clears throat> but just overall, this song just means so much to me. And I'm sure it means a lot to the Cut fam as a whole as well. And it's just like, it just kind of makes you realize how much of an artist Kid Cudi is, just like how much he means to all of us and, like just through it, like not even like obviously as a person, he's he's like a wonderful person, and I'm not taking anything away from him, but just like the type of music he makes, like literally saves people's lives because of like the pain and the sorrow that he's gone through himself, and he's just it's it's just so amazing to see and listen, and just all along such a great fucking song, and I would say the the first part is my favorite too when it's like the beat rolls and it's like. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then, uh, like, when the nights hey, change, so does my so attitude. When the days change. Yeah, it's just I feel like, fuck, um, such a good fucking song, dude. You, you said that we were speaking from the heart with this song. Um, I feel <laughs> not much um, input 
to put in lyrically, but I do feel like you did briefly mention the beat. I feel like the drum kicks in the song um, also add to that feeling of the heart. Like the drum kicks, like literally touch your soul. Exactly. Yeah. Because it it sounds like the drum beats sound exactly like how you would sound if you were alone. Like if if there was, if there was a sound of hearing alone, like the word alone, this whole, like the production of this song literally can make you feel alone without even lyrics on it. Like, I don't, if that makes sense. No, it does. A hundred percent. Yeah. One of my favorite, not only like producers, but just people in general, he, he says like, man, like people think I'm weird all the time because I like don't really sympathize with songs or like lyrics or anything. It's usually like the beats or like the instrumentals or like, like, uh, like a certain key on a piano or like a certain guitar like riff and like shit like that. And I'm just like, nah, bro, like that's totally understandable. Like Cuddy does that like all the time, I feel like. And that's why I like for, just like overall. For a reason. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like you're, you're not like stupid or you're not like weird for thinking that way. Like I totally understand that. And just like that's that gives perfect. Exactly. And it's like, I feel like that's a perfect example with all along. Like even though it's like not the like the most lyrical song or like the hardest like song or like anything along those lines it just hits you because of like the instrumentals and the beat and like just everything like encompassed into one like it just hits you perfectly and it's just like fuck yeah damn and this is <laughs> and i love when Cuddy uh, has this soft voice because you know there's a couple songs one or two songs usually on his albums that he has that soft voice that like the soft spot that he'll talk, start like singing about, rapping about, and like let's from Man on the Moon one, like in my dreams, um, you know he has it's all it's like the same vibe. Like usually when he has that soft tone, it's usually when he's like talking about being alone, and mm-hmm. it it just touches me because you can hear pain in his voice, and like I feel that pain like when I listen to it, and because I know what that pain is like. And it's like I've been there, and it's it it just sounds so beautiful, and I just I love this song a lot, but I just cannot listen to it that much. Yeah, no, I mean that's the thing. It's just like in in small amounts, you're fine. But then like once you dive deep, you're like, oh fuck, why did I why did I go down the deep end, yeah. man? Boy, it, it, I went down the song hole, makes you I depressed. <laughs> like this song will make you depressed just because it's about being alone, and anyone can relate to that whether it's being alone as in if you're actually fucking alone and having like nowhere to live or if you're you just got a relationship or if yeah, no one so understands you with being alone you know yeah and i totally understand that and he's and he explains it in the song itself too and in, in the lyrics mm-hmm. different <laughs> ways to be alone and yeah going off different ways to be alone i mean i've listened to this song when i it just comes on you know even when I'm super happy, I have a wonderful girlfriend, you know, I have a loving family and everything. I have homies, I have Ted fam, I listen to this song, and then you get to thinking, you go into that thought spiral of, you know, everyone is still truly alone with their thoughts. So there's yeah. like, even if you're like, not like, everyone can say like, oh, this is the breakup song, you know, like, like just basic, you know, train of thought there. 
But really, mm-hmm. you could play all along and relate to it no matter where you're at in the aspect of life. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And it, it goes into perfectly with Ghost, our next song. All Which right, for favorite song on the album. Yeah, this is a good one. So, Ghost. Um, I could say a lot about this song, but considering everyone knows the song that's listening to this right now, I feel like this is one of those Cuddy songs that's so grand that it's pretty self-explanatory. The only thing I'm going to say is that when I look at the song, I always think that, and I feel like a lot of the Cud fam feels this way too, because obviously it goes hand in hand with connecting to Cuddy, but like this song, when I think about it, it feels like it's my song in a way. And from a personal level, very few songs in my lifetime have gave uh, me a feeling like that, and this is one of them. And frankly, uh, a couple of them are Cuddy songs in the first place. So, yeah, like I completely understand what you mean by that, and I can't really think of any songs or any specific song that does that for me. I would say, like, actually, there do- one does come to mind. Like right off the bat, it would probably be love because, like, I have struggled with band relationships for like as long as I can, like, possibly think of and like that specific song just like i'm like you know what cuddy had me in mind when he was writing these fucking lyrics man fuck um (laughs) (laughs) but with like ghosts like this is like one of those songs where and i think we had a discussion on this uh during man on the moon one um i want to say it was like day and night or pursuit of happiness one of the more well-known songs or the most well-known songs i guess you could say um and this specific song like i feel like a lot of people like put it into such a high tier and like it's a lot of people's like number one song or like one of their favorite songs and what i have to say about it is just like that's totally understandable and i love this song very very much as well and it's like no matter how many times it gets played no matter how many people talk about it i'm still gonna feel the same about it because it's that fucking good and like just like his vocals on it the the beat like it that that's another thing like just how all along like um i I would feel like ghost kind of like goes just like t said like it kind of like goes perfectly with each other but like i feel like yeah i feel like ghost like expands on all along almost in a sense like it's not like the same frequency it's not the same like lyrics or tone or like it it is the same tone exactly and well message at least yeah exactly and like i would say like it kind of like the the reason why i say it like adds on to it is because like it's more lyrical where you could like hear what he's going through instead of just feeling it and like you could yeah. you could hear it but you could also feel it though too because like the like the beat the instrumentals on it is amazing and like just like and then the ending of the song is my favorite dude like how he like slows it down and then like he gets like all like weird and like distorted and just like dude this this fucking song is so good and uh, yeah it's I'd so good <laughs> I'd say there's like uh, mainstream Kid Cudi songs, and then there's Cud Fam mainstream songs. And I want to yes. say this is like just Kid Cudi mainstream, but it is Cud Fam mainstream. If you're in Cud Fam, a large majority of people have this as their favorite song, or mm-hmm. close to and it too. Exactly. I <laughs> I love Day and Night. I love Pursuit of Happiness. You know. 
I love Erase Me, Mr. Rager, all of like the top mainstream Kid Cudi songs. But when I'm talking to someone and they they mention those songs, you know, as their favorite song, I'm like, uh, are you, do you really know? Exactly. But if they say ghost, I'm like, all right, you're cousin. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> you check out. <laughs> it's I'm like you're a bouncer at a fucking club. You know. <laughs> like, all right, you're 21. You can come in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's one of those main, it's one of those mainstream cut fan songs where I have zero judgment for it. like exactly have, that's what that's exactly what I meant when I was yeah. saying all that stuff exactly. yeah like, I like I had no shame when we right when we got into the song I'm like yep favorite song in the album there it is like it is just that good it is I would like, say like we oh, understand the hype behind this song because it's that fucking amazing. Yeah. It's it's like all along part two where he expands on his thoughts. The beat gets more complex and so do the lyrics. Like, if you like all along, Precisely. you better wait for Ghost. <laughs> I mean, if you like Ghost, you better wait for Trapped in My Mind. But like, <laughs> with Ghost, um, just like what you guys said, like, it... I don't know, like, I can't listen to this song that much either because of what it makes me feel. Um, it's, it's like what you said, Dom, it's more of an explanation to all along. Exactly. And I agree. When he says, I'm mostly confused about the world I live in, you think I'm lonely? lonely? Well, I probably am. It's like, wow, yeah, <laughs> you're spot on. <laughs> you're you absolutely know, right <laughs> like he's talking about i feel like he's talking about his fans like his fans are thinking like he's lonely and like he's just explaining like yeah i am lonely you understand me but and then but in the in the end when he says it he says i hope they understand that i really understand that they don't understand and then he he says that a couple more times but that's my favorite and i think that's the best cutty quote that he's ever said in his life because definitely the, the explanation of any song. Yes. What, what he means by, I hope they understand that I really understand that they don't understand is, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. Like you're not going to understand him. And I hope that you, okay. Imagine if I'm cutting and I'm talking, I know you don't understand me. And I hope that you realize that because you don't know what goes through my head. That's like the explanation behind that quote. And, you know, we could say we relate and all that, but Cuddy could be talking about something completely else than what we feel like it could be. And, but that's the, the beauty about music, you know? It hits different with people. Yes. And um, another reason, like, another thing to add to this is. Um, I mentioned like the top songs that like got me through um, life and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say like with all along, like I listen to it, I'm straight up fucking sad. I listen to love. <laughs> yeah. I listen to. Life. I am now depressed. I, I, yeah, I listen to Kill me. I'm straight up fucking sad. But when I listen to Ghost, I'm sad, but it's in a different way because I still sing yeah. along and I still have like a glimpse of hope in my heart and like uh, ghost is a little bit more uplifting it's too. A, than it's an uplifting sad long. song where you truly don't know how you should feel and like yeah. you don't understand like i hope you understand that they'll never understand like it in another way of like kid cuddy like making me feel a certain way 
no other artist can do is um and also another line is um or all will make me the man i so proudly am so even though you're going through shit and you're having a hard time you can still have pride in yourself which just makes you feel insecure in a way it's just like why should i feel proud of all the things that i the people i've met the things that i've done places i've been like it just makes you feel insecure but at the same time you're sad but at the same time you're happy it's just the clusterfuck of emotions that just like completely mind fucks me even on like the 500 times i've listened to it now that you say that like it's a lot of uh, emotions it's like that's the that's the best way to describe depression Yep. You're going to feel happy at the same time. You're going to feel sad. And then you're going to feel some other kind of emotion all at the same time. And you don't know how to, you don't know how to express it and you don't want to express it. You know, most to most people, 90% of the people you meet, you're not going to explain yourself of why you feel some type of way because you can't, for one, you can't explain it for two. They're not going to understand what Cuddy says in this song in the end. And then for three, you just don't fucking want to, you know. You just want to be left alone, is what it seems yeah, like. Which you know? should be our transition to "Trapped in My Mind." And exactly. So, "Trapped in My Mind." Um, I personally don't really like the placement of this song. I think it belongs more in the middle of the track listing. If it if it wasn't a bonus track. And not at the very end. I think if the the album ended on Ghost, it would have been so much better. It would have packed that punch and that album would end and you'd be like, whoa. But now it's trapped in my mind and I don't think it's as great of a song. It doesn't pack that punch. And I think it's oh, no. it's just <laughs> a decent song with a phenomenal hook. I don't think it's bad by any means, but like Ghost should have been the grand finale and it should have been that i understand your opinion i but i don't but you're wrong <laughs> i want to say i want to say you're wrong because in a way i could agree with you but i still think trapped in my mind was beautifully placed and i have zero problem with it being at the end but i do get where you're coming from because ending on ghost is a total mind fuck especially with the outro i mean we all just agreed that the outro of Ghost is Kid Cudi's best outro of any song. If yes. you would have ended that on the album, it would have been crazy. But uh, Trapped in My Mind's a top tier song, so I have no problem with it being at the end. So, with Trapped in My Mind, it's definitely one of my favorite tracks off of Man on the Moon 2. Um, mm-hmm. The chorus is amazing. The hit Cudi's like, vocals on it and like the hums are phenomenal as well. Uh, what he's talking about is great and that's why with like ending it on this like he's basically saying like all of the shit that he's gone through he's still just it's not like all the all the shit he's gone through in his life or like his past or anything like it's just all up in his in his head and i get why he ended it on this like on this song specifically and it's just overall i love this song so much and i like it just makes me feel like a certain type of way just like the last few songs have and basically the last thing i want to say is this like these last three or four songs probably will be in my opinion like the best closeout to an album 
Cuddy has ever done. I agree with that oh, exactly because I don't think he that's exactly it. what I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't think he can top it, man. Like the last three songs of the in my top ten all time Cuddy songs. Like exactly, like, yes. <laughs> it would be really, really, really fucking hard to top that. I mean, it's possible. Um, the goat, but really fucking hard. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, from. <laughs> If we let's say if we take out the end of the on um on Man Moon Two, which I have no problem with, it's fine, fine by me, whatever. <laughs> if if he ended this with Mister Rager, these words all along ghost trapped in my mind. Oh my god! Because they all go along. Jesus. They all go along within within each other. Because like I feel like this is a great way to end the album because it's the explanation. I'm trapped in my mind, and that was the whole point of this whole album. And I don't know how trapped to get in, out. Like it's like fuck that he was trapped in his mind on this whole album, and now he's explaining himself how how he's trapped in his mind, and because this whole this whole album, Man Moon Two, is about him being stuck in his mind with a bunch of emotions. Um, yeah, I and I do agree with uh, Jake a little bit too. Like Ghost would also would have been a perfect ending, also. Just because of the outro, though, um, because it it it, it kind of goes along with trapped in my mind. Because he's saying, you know, I hope they understand that. I really don't understand that they don't understand because it's technically him also being in his mind and trapped in it too. So, but um, I just noticed a little foundation here that I like after diagnosing these songs. It goes from all along, which is simple, to ghost, which is complex. Back to trapped in, my mind, which is another simple song. I think we could all agree on that um, yeah so he pretty much spent 16 songs trying to explain his feelings explain the world and everything and then he just ends it with the last line of when you think of the world i know it's crazy hey i'm not that bad at all he just ends it on a simple line on a simple note like i can try to sp- spend two hours explaining this but i know it's crazy but i'm not that bad like I'm out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> mic drop. Yeah, exactly. It was a pretty good mic drop. <laughs> it's this is probably my second favorite album from. Kid okay, Kid. so yeah, that's where I want to go next. Um, so I this is my number one Kid Cudi album in my ranking, and I just think. That this is Kid Cudi's magnum opus, and it's just—I don't. For him, as his second album to accomplish everything on this, they did. It's mind blowing to me, and that's why I think it'll always reign supreme. It will never get old. Yeah, like. Going like this that. is God tier music creation. <laughs> it really is. This is Kanye level agree, music creation. This is Kanye level music creation. Okay, you know yes, what? We're not that. gonna. We're, we're not gonna. A goat to you know other legends, but anyway, a goat. <laughs> um, goat to a goat. I wasn't comparing. Oh, I was. Comparing, but yeah. So basically, what I wanted to say was like, again, kind of going off of like famous songs people say uh this is my favorite song from them it's like uh i don't know if you're a real fan or not so going off of that man of the moon 2 everybody 
and they mamas always mention how, like, mentions how great Man of the Moon 2 is. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna have to fucking agree with you, bitch, because <laughs> literally, it's so <laughs> fucking amazing. Like, honestly, like, this, like, will always have a special place in my heart because just, like, overall, it's just, like, a, it's such a great album, but then also it's, like, peak cutty in a sense of like how long the album is like it's 16 six no 17 tracks i always i don't know why i keep getting that mixed up technically 18 no it's 17 oh well, are you talking about maybe right yeah 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 dude that's such a good I don't really like song, song too though. um so oh, rip <laughs> <laughs> it's a really long album and it's very meaningful uh it touches your heart Great fucking instrumentals, great beats, you know, thanks to Mike Dean and uh, Emil. And I think, was was Pat on this one too? Yeah. yeah. Dot was definitely, obviously, in the mix, as always. Shout out to one of the goats. Kanye also. Uh, yeah, Kanye for sure too, which is one of the great, great producers of today. Greatest. And Thank you. <laughs> the greatest. You guys know how I feel about Kanye. I'm literally the only one here. But anyway, okay, you can hate how he. No, no, is, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't. But he's the greatest producer of all time. I don't hate him as a person or anything like that. Or okay. and, I, and obviously his music. There's there's so many there's so much greatness to say about his. Music this is too. what I think Kanye is. Kanye's the is like boy. This isn't a Kanye podcast. I it's know, a Kanye podcast. Like, you I beat. know, but Kanye <laughs> is the. This is a whole Kanye. other conversation for a yeah, whole. Yeah, exactly, days. exactly. So basically, I was just gonna wrap up and basically say, like, even though it's very, very popular and people always mention like Man of the Moon Man One and Man of the Moon Two is like the best album or their personal favorite and everything like that, I can't say that you're not a real fan because it's such like it's such greatness and it's such art and like personally like even though i love this album so much there is one other album that like it spoke to me and it hit my heart to like where i don't think any other album can ever top it in my opinion jesus speedball to have yes it was sir. heartbreak um but but with that being said if that album didn't exist this would easily by far and away be um my favorite album of all time without a doubt and basically for me it's like speeding bolt to heaven before speeding bolt to heaven if that makes yeah, any sense that makes sense there's because a of lot how of much it is yeah there's so a lot of people that hate me once we get to the speeding bolt to heaven podcast and so. yeah so you're not invited to that podcast i already have two other people that are going to be on instead of the beautiful so. album like, <laughs> no, i'm just kidding but yeah so just and i'll probably get two. kicked out of the cut family but oh well <laughs> so for me <laughs> rip <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Wizard Mike. Oh my God! Anyway, go Fuck ahead, that Jr. Dude, anyway. <laughs> so Jesus, hope Christ. he watches. Uh, hey, yo, Wizard Mike, this is T Silva too, by the way. So. Oh, anyway, Jr. Anyway. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Ranking, Cuddy album. Wait, wait. That, is... I didn't give my explanation of the album. Okay. Because you, okay. you haven't gone yet, you idiot. Next, I was bro. waiting for you guys. You're next, bro. <laughs> talking about Kanye. You're next, bro. <laughs> All right. So. My ranking, okay, so I don't have kids. You guys don't know about my personal life. I don't have kids. But I feel like if I were to rank Kid Cudi I thought albums, you had five kids. Nah. <laughs> if, if I were to rank <laughs> Cudi albums, to me, it would be like choosing between kids. like Or like choosing between like my mom and my dad. I'm just like, how the fuck could I do that? That's like, that's so hard for me to do. Um, I can go up plays and be true about that 
so I would say if I were to go off that, my top three Kid Cudi albums are Man and Moon 1, 2, and Passion, Pain, and Demon Slain. Um, last, I like that. Last year, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slain was my most listened to album. Um, and I would say if I were to look at it from like an analytical standpoint that like if I were like critiquing the albums completely instead of just being a fan, mm-hmm. I would say he definitely improved from Man on the Moon 1 to Man on the Moon 2. Oh yeah, definitely. Lyrically, he he improved lyrically for sure. But I do think there was more originality in the beats on Man on the Moon 1 than Man on the Moon 2. I just think that the whole spacey vibe mixing electronic beats and indie rock into Man on the Moon 1 was something that like no artists have ever done before. And if they did, no one knew who the fuck they were. So it doesn't even matter. So um, I would say like beats goes to Man on the Moon 2 one and then lyrics goes to man on the moon two and then passion pain is a combination of those of both of them without having like the iconic like mainstream kid cutty songs that are on the album that's why passion pain is i said that it's the most slept on album of kid cutty um i know everyone will argue speed bullet heavens is most slept on album but if you're in cud fam feel like a large majority at least what i see on twitter a lot of people love speeding bullets heaven and passion pain doesn't get the same talk that all the other albums do it's like passion pain and satellite flight are the least two talked about albums that i see on twitter so um yeah that's kind of my yeah like going off of that no it it does 100 percent. yeah so like with with that specifically like if you're like a critic for example like i completely understand if somebody would say man on the moon one is better than man on the moon two because of like the instrumentals how you mentioned were like very spacey and like uh electronic and very very different especially like 100 percent at the time it was like completely like yo what the fuck is this shit like don't get me wrong it slaps but what like what is it like why I don't do music sound so different <laughs> Facts. I'd be like, why not? <laughs> and so, like with what you said too, like I'm really, I'm really glad that everybody's like kind of like giving passion, pain, and demon slaying, like it's it, like due diligence in a sense, because like I kind of like I didn't know, but until like recently, I want to say like maybe like sometime this year, or sometime late last year, I was like, yo, honestly. Passion Pain, David Slay, and Slap, man. Like, this might be a top it's three Cuddy album. It's definitely his most well-rounded album. Yeah, definitely, 100%. That's what I was trying Just to like, say. Like, with every, like all aspects. With lyrics, it's like a combination of Man on the 1 and 2. Yeah, and also with, I love how, how happy and, like, how how much different it is compared to most of his stuff. Because, uh, obviously, when you're listening to Cuddy, you're a depressed fuck for the most part. Uh, or if you're a huge fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and I could definitely account for that 100%. But um in terms of like my personal 3, it would be uh Speeding Bolt like this is probably ranked in order to Speeding Bolt Heaven, Man of the Moon 2. And those two specifically those are so fucking close too. I'm not saying like Speeding Bolt to Heaven by like by far and away is like my favorite cuz it's not cuz Man of the Moon 2 ever since it dropped, I've listened to this album like maybe on the daily for literally what 9 years now or 8 
going on nine. I don't know how long it's been, but it's been a very long time. And um, and then Passion Pain and Demon Slaying because of like you guys said, it's just like so well rounded in all these aspects and stuff. And it's just it's just crazy too how like how Cuddy came out like just he came out swinging, dude. He basically like he's the equivalent of Mike Tyson because when he when he came out boxing, he was like literally like what eighteen, nineteen years old, and he's fucking knocking everybody out. Literally, that's what that's how Cuddy is as a, as an artist. Like nobody knew about him, and then she's just like burst on the scene, and everybody's like, "Yo, what the fuck? Like, who is this guy? This man's a fucking legend." And he came out with it, Kenan Cuddy, which is my personal like the greatest big safe of all time in my opinion then he came out with fucking man of the moon one then he came out with man of the moon two and then he kind of like this like he went a very different route into wizard and stuff which is what we're going to get into next and and then you know an amazing as time went on <clears throat> yeah i mean me personally i love wizard like i and it did, it did take me a while to get into it as much as i do now but um that's why I'm such a huge fan of Cuddy too, is because he does all these different things with uh, with his music. Like he he goes into all these different directions, and he he likes to experiment. And I love artists who take different routes than the normal ones do. And like you know, uh, like shout out to Baptizing Fire on Passion Pain and Demon Slayers. Like turn your radio off. <laughs> so yeah, man, it's just. I, I love Man of the Moon 2 with all my fucking heart, and I'm so glad that it exists because without this album, The Speed and Bullet to Heaven, I legitimately think if I didn't kill myself, I definitely would have did something like really bad. So, yeah. Shout out to the, the GOAT, the one and only Kid Cudi, for making great fucking music for the kids. Yeah. And um, just a little preview onto the next would be Wizard. Um... Is it really Wizard? Is it really? Yeah, it's t- 2012 is what it came out, right? And yeah. he doesn't have anything in 2011. Shit, dude. And then Indica uh, after Wizard. So going on to the route of Wizard, I would like to say um, I, I'm assuming people want to talk about why it didn't get the hype it did or why he took the route he decided to go. And my answer with that would just be listen to the lyrics of Man of the Moon 1 and Man of the Moon 2, and you have your answer. Oh, yeah. And like I said, it was a beautiful route to take. Like, I... He would still be my favorite artist, but, like, what makes him my favorite artist of all time is him having the faith to take that... take that leap of faith and... Go, exactly. And go the route that, you know, artists like Drake and... I don't know. I'm not going to roast any artists besides Drake. Fuck Drake. Uh, <laughs> artists Facts. like Drake will literally never do because they care about how many plays they get on the radio. So yeah, It's just like the money, basically, is the biggest factor. And Cuddy's like, nah, fuck that shit. Like, I'm doing it for real reasons. Like, you know, like having kids knowing they're not alone or like taking, you know, doing whatever the fuck I want in my music and no label is going to tell me what to do exactly. or not to do. And, I, and like basically, like literally his bio like fucking like, encompasses everything that he does in life along with his music. He's an originator for a reason. He's an anarchist of the fucking musical industry and nobody's ever going to fucking top Cuddy. I don't care what the fuck. I don't, you could tell, you could tell me Kanye, you could tell me Drake, you could tell me any of these artists. I'm like, no, 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 Cuddy's still there. Nope. Cuddy's a goat. Nope. Cuddy's still number one. <laughs> and yeah. 
So yeah, and I liked the I liked Wizard and the route that he took going there so much that I got Wizard tattooed on my fucking lip, like in my lip. Like if that doesn't show you how much his fans like love his music and will ride for him, like. I went to a tattoo artist that's been tattooing for a while. And when I told him what I wanted and he's just like, you like the album that much. And I'm like, hell yeah. I do. <laughs> and hell dude, yeah, brother. It, felt, it fucking felt like I got punched in the face by John Jones for like two days. Like that shit. Hurt. Jesus Christ. That, that's a fucking punch right there. Dude, that shit. God hurt. damn. So bad, but I'm so I'm so glad I have it. And you know, shout out to Dot because he shared it on Instagram and followed me on Instagram. Hey, that's so sick. <laughs> but yeah, real recognized, real man. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to talk about Wizard with you guys. All right, so um, Tristan, unfortunately. Yeah. So he wanted us to say that um, Man of the Moon 2 was his second favorite Kitty Cutty project and Kitty Cutty project. And so, yeah, this was a nice long end off for one of Kitty Cutty's most notable projects. Um, again, I am your host, Jake. And it's your boy Dom. Catch me on Twitter at Dom the Genius. And my name is JR. You can catch me on Twitter at Kid Cobain7. And uh, T is T Gary132. Um, hope those tornadoes uh, dwindle down for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we're keeping your thoughts tonight, bud. Take it easy, everybody. Have a great night. Yep, thank you for listening. All love. See you guys next time. Love you guys.